Hello and welcome. I am Laura Cragen, an intuitive eating and latter-day life coach. This podcast is for women who want to ditch diets, find body acceptance, and discover food freedom. As a fellow woman who wanted to lose weight for years, I know how it felt to be trapped by diet culture and at war with my body. Through my own hard work and struggles, I finally found a solution that helped me break free. The plan to get there Intuitive eating coupled with life-changing lessons of mindset overhaul and the gospel of Christ. I promise that as you follow these things I teach you here in this podcast, you will find happiness, peace, and most of all, freedom from the war with your body. So let's jump in. This this is the most important principle out of all, all the 10 principles. We'll talk about why this whole concept of you are normal, but the principle that we're working on this week is coping with our emotions without using food. And this, listen to this. This is a huge, huge thing that I believe in and that you need to learn. It's our ability to manage stress is the biggest predictor of our health. It is not superfoods. It is not exercise. It is managing stress. And now we're going to learn how to manage it well without food. Okay, have you really have you ever thought about that? It's really we put so much effort into the foods and the exercise, even sleep is really important. But the managing stress, I think you could still do really well with health overall if you can manage stress well and still have a little less sleep every night. Okay, unless because the opposite, if you can't manage stress well and you're you're in a constant tizzy every day. It is, it is not going to um, do well for your health. It's going to wreak havoc on your health. So let's go to this next here. This, um, this here is Tiffany Rowe. And I loved what she said here, so I had to put it in. And she is a powerhouse coach and therapist and advocate for intuitive eating. And she definitely played a, a small part in my whole journey and learning about it and um, understanding and she talks about how we as a culture give emotional eating a huge discredit and we bash at it in our society and that it's a terrible thing you should not emotionally eat it's so bad but we are emotional creatures right so of course it's important for us to emotionally eat because that's who we are um and it's okay, actually, to do it that way. Because that chicken noodle soup that your grandma made you is emotional. Or those sticker doodles we make as a family on a Sunday evening because there's been a death in the family and you guys are all going to sit down together and and have have time together. It's an emotional thing. Um, so if you find yourself drawn to those things and even binge... Um, I would like, I would like for you to understand for yourself that it's okay. So if you're learning nothing from this lesson here that I'm teaching you, learn that you are normal for eating emotionally and it's okay to do that in life. And, but of course it's a pattern that we need to help ourselves with. Um, so the thing that is the least out of tune is, is the beast we need to conquer. And I've been going over that with you. And not emotional eating 
And it's not just having enough willpower to conjure through it. A lot of people thought that is my main thing I need to get over is emotional eating. And it's honestly, it's, it's just a symptom. Um, but those, when we see it as a pattern that we keep going back to it, then we know there's something else that needs some, some care and some love and needs to be spent from those wobbly plates. And it's really a gift that God has given us, um, to help us cope with at times to have that food and binge on it. But then it's sending us a message. God has given us the power to understand in our mind. Okay. Our body's giving us a message. I need to figure this out. Heavenly father, please help me. I ask for thy spirit to help me and praying and communicating to him in that way. Um, but it's really also a sign that we're a deeply complex person and we have many layers um, to work through and to figure out. And we are beautiful. And it's just as simple as that. We are beautiful emotional creatures that need love and care. And it was, it's hard work, but it's definitely worth it as you go through and dig through. Um, but the quote I love here is this process is fall, fall in love with the process of becoming the very best version of yourself. So I, I, I'm a self-help junkie. I'm sure some of you may be, but that's part of it is we really just fall in love with that process of becoming the best version of ourselves. And it's, it's nothing we're doing as a chore it's nothing that we're doing because we hate ourselves we have to beat ourselves out into being good it's really not that it's just you love becoming a better person because the better person you are the more you are serving others and it's just as it is it's a process okay so let's make my face small again let's talk about though the pros and cons of eating emotionally because yes, there are pros to it and there are cons. It as a pro, it brings you comfort and it brings you distraction. It's a res respite from feelings, honestly, to um, have that time just to to numb out. I'm not saying this is good or bad. This is just what it is right now. Pros and cons. Um, we do it to celebrate events and we do it to show love, honestly. Um, if we may not be even be hungry, we just still eat it because we want to show love that we enjoy their food. <laughs> um, cons are discomfort, isolation, numbing. I feel like those were pretty big ones, so I didn't need to do a big list there. But numbing being, I feel like, a huge one. Um, now, before, as a side note, before we go too much deeper into emotional eating, I want to talk about stealth depri deprivation. So maybe we're not even dealing with emotions right now necessarily. We're just dealing with still this deprivation, this um, diet mentality still in there. So I'd like to ask you again, if you and if you feel like you're still emotionally eating and you're really trying to work on your emotions, even if you feel like you've come a long way, do you still feel like there's more to go with rejecting diet mentality? And are you, maybe you're maybe not fully there yet. The stealth def deprivation is maybe what you're dealing with. And here are some questions here. Is, of course, the main one of have you made complete peace with food, right? And do you really believe that all foods are emotionally equivalent? Or are another one of do you have food security? Do you feel like you have um, 
feel like there's food supplied to you? Are you getting that food from the grocery store on a consistent basis like we're talking about? Um, are there any other factors fact, um, affecting you like you are worried about what others are worried of, of what you eat? These social gatherings and you, you're not sure um, how to deal with it but by just depriving yourself but then binging and emotionally eating later on. And so this is something I wanted to mention because it's it needs to be revisited. It just was very clear it needed to be revisited um, as I was going through this preparation. So keep that in mind and kind of question yourself here. So now here are some cool, here's a cool list that I thought was interesting as I went through it myself. These are kind of um, point blank of what each one kind of equivalates to. Um, emotional triggers in relation to food. Usually we use food as a friend when we're lonely or we use food to help us calm down when we have anxiety. We eat something when we want something to do when we are bored. So these loneliness, anxiety, boredom, those are those emotional triggers. Let me keep going. Now stress, food is for relief. Emptiness food um, is used and you eat from a lack of spirituality in your life. You feel empty inside, so you're just going to keep eating and have food be that way of um, supporting you while you are, feel like you're lacking in your spirituality in your life. Or anger is you're eating as a release. And these are chemicals that really get released in your brain, though, too, as you go through these things. So it's very normal to use food for these things. So now let me talk about this feelings chart. So this is going to be part of your workbook, and you'll see it in the um, printouts. But this is from the Gottman Institute. So if you know um, Dr. Gottman, he is very, very, very famous for all of his psychology, especially with with emotions and dealing with relationships. And um, I was actually given this wheel as well when I did my my month-long treatment program for my severe depression. And it helped me see, wow, there's so much more as they fan out that really jealousy is just, a, just another emotion for being mad or um, scared is also the same feelings of being weak and discouraged and fo feeling foolish. So um, those are, those are going to help you kind of pinpoint down some of your emotions and get yourself thinking. And it's good, just good to have on hand. Now with food emotions, let me go through some of these um, questions here. I'm going to go through 10 of them. So grab a pen and paper and you're going to say yes or no to these 10 questions here. Okay. So, ready? This is going to talk about in relation to food and how we may cope with our feelings with food. So, I eat when I'm frustrated, stressed, or upset with myself. So, write yes or no. Let's see how many yeses we get at the end. I feel like I have no control over my life. Number five, um, number three, sorry. I have trouble saying no when I need to. I don't like to burden my friends with my problems. 
I tend to be impulsive. I feel the need to make others happy. <laughs> I have trouble dealing with stressful situations. I don't trust myself around food. I tend to be a people pleaser. It's hard for me to stop eating when I'm full. And last one, I want I eat what I really want, such as dessert or candy or ice cream when no one is around. Okay, did you say yes to the majority of these questions? Look at your results there. And if you have, that's showing that we have some things to work on here. It's not, it's not, um, it's obvious. It's not a surprise because that's what we're going through. But it helps us understand, okay, yeah, there's a reason why I'm not eating. There's a reason I am eating these things when no one's around. It's because it's really a, a time that I'm processing through my emotions, but I'm doing it with food. <laughs> so, like I always do, and we, um, oh, there it is. There's the quiz. Forgot to go over that, turn it over to that one, but we got the gist. Now, I love um, leaving you with this, with a quote here, um, or with the scripture here, is um, because when you go through, um, when you go through all this, and especially now that you've gone through your honeymoon phase and with all your play foods that you're loving, and maybe by this point you're kind of fizzling out of that, but you still may have fears and doubts. And I always think of one-liners that really helped me in those moments. And these scripture friends, as Richard E. Scott had talked about before, that it's important to have scripture friends that help you in these times of trouble. So here is the one I love, and it is, Look unto me in every thought doubt not fear not and it's dnc 636 so it's the savior saying look at me don't look at her don't remember your past don't even look to the future right now hold on to this moment and look at me i have gone through this and i know that i know how it feels and you should not fear. And I love you and I am with you. So keep that in mind, my friend. Now, as you go through this next week, um, here is your action step. Is list your most problematic emotional trigger to food. As I kind of went through them, um, um, the anxiety, the stress, the loneliness, things like that. List your most problematic one, okay? And then that's your mo that's your main action step. But as a journal prompt, I want you to use that area and that space to write out a lot of them and to understand, okay, what are what am I dealing with here? Am I dealing with food? Like with the food, am I dealing with the loneliness? Am I dealing with the stress? Am I dealing with just emptiness of um, spirituality? So. Write a story about it, whatever that story is about it, think about it for yourself. So, there you go. 
Thank you for listening, and I hope today's show filled your soul and gave you the direction you were searching for in your health, life, and relationship with God. I would love to stay connected. Subscribe to my podcast so that you can be the first to know when new episodes go live. And it would mean so much to me if you would rate and review this podcast just down below. Your words inspire me and give me that boost to create more inspiring content to share. I would love to meet you on social media. Find me on Instagram and Facebook. Also, if this show really inspired you today, take a screenshot to share it on social media and tag me or click the share button to give it to someone else that would also benefit from these spirit-filled discussions. Let us all spread the good word of the gospel of Christ and help others in any way we can. Thank you again for listening today, and I look forward to connecting with you.